0: And we're back on the Patrick Lally Show on Information 1000, KSOO, and we are continuing our conversation with Dr. Jonathan Bleeker, and we are at the Sanford Cancer Center on the main campus here in Sioux Falls, and uh, Dr. Bleeker is an oncologist here at the center. And we've been talking about the the disparity between death rates among uh, cancer, uh, for cancer in rural versus urban areas. Um... Uh, before we get back to that, and I want to talk about what the state's doing in terms of prevention programs, but uh, Dr. Bleeker, how do you, how did you, what's your road to Sanford? How did you end up here on on the big main campus in Sioux Falls?
1: Yeah, so this is this is back home in a, a lot of ways for me. Uh, I grew up just across the river in uh, Inwood, Iowa, uh, not too far from Sioux Falls, and um, then went across the country doing my uh, medical training, University of Iowa, was out in Virginia for four years doing training there, and then did my uh, fellowship in hematology and oncology at uh, Mayo Clinic in uh, Rochester. And uh, when, I, when I left this area, it was always kind of with a mind to come back, mm-hmm. um, both for uh, family reasons, uh, me and my wife both have uh, you know, large amounts of family in the area. I think there's also something um, very rewarding about being able to bring the knowledge, being able to bring the things that you learn back to the folks that you grew up with and, mm-hmm. um, so that that has been great you know in in our line of business, we always say that we never want to see anyone that we know in the yeah. clinic, of course yeah. Yeah. Uh, but unfortunately those things happen right. and I think um, being able to you know rekindle some of those connections that were lost when I was gone and, and being able to really serve the folks here um, has been great
0: do you uh, people must say to you? You say, well, what do you do? I'm a doctor. Well, what do you, what's your specialty? I'm a cancer doctor. Do they just go kind of pale?
1: I mean. Uh, yes. <laughs> that's, that's pretty accurate, actually. Uh, but even if it's just helping someone understand their diagnosis, uh, what their prognosis is, in some cases, the severity of that, um, and, and help them prepare for it. Yeah. Give them the information they need to, to live the best life they can for whatever time they have left. I think that's helping people
0: the The progress that's been made in in cancer research and, and treatment is phenomenal over just our lifetimes. You must be very excited about what the future holds for cancer, you know, treatment.
1: Yeah, I think this is really a, a golden age. Uh, really, I, I can even speak in the five years that I've been at Sanford. Mm-hmm. It's been a tsunami of new information, uh, new treatments, better outcomes, et cetera, um, to the point where. As now young doctors are starting to consider what fields they want to enter, mm-hmm. oncology is looking more and more attractive.
0: Um, being in South Dakota, do you feel like you we have enough? I mean, we were talking about this study from the CDC that has these rates, and, and it's broken down by county. And, and, and But do you feel like you have enough of that kind of granular research data about cancer in South Dakota?
1: I, I think we do. I think um, we have a very good uh, cancer uh, registry. Um, both at you know, all the kind of separate cancer sites as well as statewide. Mm-hmm. Um, and the questions about screening about rates of cancer, uh, you know, those kind of things often get folded into health policy, mm-hmm. right? And, and so um, I think that, that data is there. Um, we, we know oftentimes how to act on it. Um, but the question is, from a health policy perspective, how do you best right. actually do it? Right? How do you put those things into action in a way that is, you know, cost-effective, time-efficient, um, and really gets the best outcomes for patients?
0: Yeah, I mean, you're dealing with uh, as a as a provider, um, you know, you have a mission, but behind that is the the is Medicaid and mm-hmm. uh, insurance policies and all of that different stuff. Uh, in a state like South Dakota, with high Medicaid rates, with high with you know lower income rates, do people have the resources out there that they need to be able to get the care that they need? To-
1: yeah, I, I think I think the resources are there, and I I would I would say that my my thoughts on this um, I think by nature are biased. For, with where I practice, mm-hmm. right? And and so um, I would say that, that myself as an oncologist, I have one view of this. Mm-hmm. I think if you're a family prac doc, you know, and, and you're in Murdo, right. or you're in, you know, Burke, or you're in uh, Belfouche, um, the story may be a little different.
0: It's got to be very hard um, in the rural areas of South Dakota. You, your patients are spread all over the place. Uh, you know, it's no secret that some of those um, communities don't have, I mean, there's not that many health clinics out there, mm-hmm. uh, Do you hear these stories? I mean, these doctors must really struggle with that sometimes.
1: Yeah, I think that the docs in that setting really do a tremendous job of maximizing the resources they have. Um, And certainly, you know, as a health system, for instance, we send uh, mammogram trucks out every single day to these sites to try to maximize that that screening opportunity. It's a little harder to send a colonoscopy truck out, right? But Mm -hmm. are there other options? And the answer is yes, there are. Can we do stool based, you know, a colon cancer screening, Right. where you don't have to have a procedure? You can have a kit you take home and you test your stool, and that can really give us a good idea. Yes, and we're rolling out those kinds of programs. So I, I think um, a lot
0: of people out there are very happy to hear that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> now, not that, that doesn't mean you won't need a colonoscopy eventually. <laughs> right, right. But you know, I think these are the kinds of things that um, in the rural areas we have to be creative. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have to be creative in, in finding ways to get the best care for the most number of patients. And I, I think for the most part, those docs in those rural areas do a really, really good job of using what's available to them.
0: We're talking with Dr. Jonathan Bleeker. He is an oncologist at Sanford Health, and we are at the Sanford Cancer Center and 18th and Grange. The issue of screening out there in the rural areas, what do you think we're missing in terms of the ability to get that information to people? At some measure, there's only so much you can do, right?
1: I think we, uh, we certainly understand that not every, you know, not every patient we see is going to take our advice to stop smoking right. or to lose weight or to you know, stop drinking alcohol, et cetera, um, and that not every patient is going to go through those screening tests, et cetera. But I, I think um, this is really where the provider-patient relationship is so important. Um, whereas if if you're hearing from a from a doc that you know you've seen for the first time, hey, you really need to quit smoking, and uh, you've heard that from the you know eight other docs that have come through your small town clinic because
0: you're going to hear it. That's the doctor's right. that is your job.
1: But if, if if you're hearing it from a, a a different person every time, you don't have that relationship. Then I think it's it's less convincing. Um, where I think if, if you have patients that um, have have built trust in a provider. Uh, and that provider has the time. That's always another big issue, right, to really walk through why we think this is important and how much difference this can actually make. Mm-hmm. Um, th- that's where you can start to change a patient's mind to say, yeah, th- this is something I should do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it, then it's on us as, as the healthcare community to find better screening tests. We talked about the lung, you know, the, uh, lung cancer screening story that I, yep. I think is just starting to you know, come into play. Uh, find, find easier ways. Uh, and then that's where we talk about the stool testing as, as one example. Um, it's easier than doing a colonoscopy, and so if there's a certain you know portion of the population they are never going to have a colonoscopy. It does right. not matter; they're not going to do it because of you know preconceived notions of of how that's going to go. Can we can we do better? Mm-hmm. Can we give them another option? That goes across the board for yeah. many different kinds of people.
0: When oh, going back to the study from the CDC, which we've been talking about in terms of the disparities in death rates, which is really the the key point there. When you read it, when you see this kind of data um, uh what's your takeaway what do you you know what's the real lesson for you? you must get hit with a lot of data and a lot of stuff but what do you when you read that what do you think
1: yeah i think t- to me this 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 study as many good studies do um, actually raised more questions than gave me answers mm-hmm. and I think that's okay um you know I think one of the and they they talk about this a bit in the study is is the reason why the death rates are different because the, the time at which a patient is diagnosed is different, mm. meaning that they're diagnosed with stage four, a metastatic disease, which in many cancers is, is not curable stage, mm-hmm. um, versus better screening, more access to care, et cetera, maybe you're diagnosed early. Is that the reason? Or if um, you know, the, the stage for stage at diagnosis is similar, is it that these patients get seen sooner? Or is it they have more more or better treatment options? Mm-hmm. Um, you know I, I, I would like to think that it's not the, the latter, uh, at least in our practice here. I, I think we, we provide excellent state-of-the-art care. Um, but if in digging through this data, uh, we find that it's either, you know, have to be diagnosed earlier or have to get seen quicker or mm-hmm. have to have more treatment options, then we know where to focus the resources.
0: Interesting. And as you said, it's like the biggest study that's ever been done on this, and so there's a lot of information. A lot to learn. Um, and finally, uh, people are afraid of cancer. They just get afraid. What do you tell them? What do you, what's your message to people when you say, I'm afraid I have cancer or I have, you know, I have it in my family, and you just they're afraid of the test, they're afraid of all of it. What's your message?
1: Yeah, what 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 I would share with folks is that um, I think in a situation like this, uh, knowledge is power. We can help to predict what your risk of a cancer may be, and then knowledge is power to learn what can you do to reduce that risk, right? And and um, these things are in rocket science. We've Mm -hmm. talked about many of them. You know, don't smoke, Mm -hmm. maintain a healthy weight, drink alcohol, um, you know, not at all or in moderation. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, be uh, physically active, right? And those things aren't just platitudes. They have been shown Mm -hmm. to decrease the risk of cancer.
0: Dr. Jonathan Bleeker, uh, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for taking a a little bit of time here uh, at the uh, Sanford campus to talk about the disparity in cancer death rates between rural and urban areas. Uh, uh, I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. My
1: pleasure. Thank you.
0: We will be right back on the Patrick Lally Show on Information 1000 KSOO.